You ready, Mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time for us to. Yeah. Yeah, what you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs all up in the headrest. Trying to live it up, rock jewel, bigger truck, piece all glittered up, stickle kid, what? Jig with a cut, Chris spit it up. Rock, get your n till I can't get it up. I'm a big man, get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand. Carry the water, episode 12. We've, so we've, we're on track, we, we know the episodes now. Uh, we were just talking with our guest, Nick, over here about uh, some things we're changing in our lives. I'm now becoming a meal prep Monday guy. Uh, I used to take up skiing, and now I'm taking up other organizational things in my life, big including win. cooking for myself. Episode 12, John, that's well, a pretty big step for us. Yeah, I figured by episode 12, I should start learning how to make chicken on the stove. Uh, and What so, about in the oven? Uh, either or. What, uh, what temperature? 400 degrees. I'm not the 375 guy. Just cook it for 30 minutes. I'm not you know? a detail guy, so somewhere between 350 oh, and 450. Here we go. Okay. Uh, but Jacob, you, you, you know Nick sure, as well. Sure. And, and- Excited to have Nick on. Nick Koski, um, Nick Koski Photography. Worked with Nick um, at uh, my event company, uh, Justin Joy. Um, have seen him kind of start his business, get it going, um, to becoming kind of one of the most well-known um fitness photographers in the U.S. And, and also definitely in Boston. So, um, Nick, great to have you, and uh, Thank thanks you for, for having me. time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Quite the introduction. In the U.S., I don't know about that. I'll take Boston area. If you say it, it's a fact. So yeah, we I like it. I've, I've Haven't done, you done shoots in other parts of the country, Nick? I've been to Chicago and Washington. Yes, Ooh, and so you're a traveler. Shoots. So I've, you're uh, you're a photographer. Brought in the horizons. You're creative, but you've never been in a podcast studio. I've never been how in a podcast it, studio. How does it feel? I'm, I'm excited to be here. This is uh, usually something I would shy away from, but I'm trying to, you know, break I, out I didn't the pester you to come on at all, did I? No, not at all. Just, you know, five months worth of, hey. A uh, couple G-chats. Maybe come on over. <laughs> Okay, so you're you're a photographer. Oh, name it a company, Nick Koski. Creative. Creative. Yep. Nick Koski Photography. Okay, cool. About as creative as you can get when it comes to naming a business. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. First name, last name, creative is the e- way to go. Exactly. You just got to throw a color in Keep there. you trademark that or? Color. <laughs> no, I, not yet. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about, uh, I don't know if you, if you know how we, we, we talk through these podcasts, but tell us a little bit about some of those first, first jobs uh, and how you got into this. Um, so my first photography related job or you mean like from the get-go i like the get-go but all right well my yeah. first job was like 16 redemption center you know Ooh, emptying, emptying the machines we had like 10 machines of just emptying those all day and cleaning and stocking the beer shelf that kind of stuff but um i mean the customer service that you learn at a job like that and just like having to keep everything clean and orderly and organized and i mean I can realize that now, looking back at the time, it was just like, oh You were definitely my God. thinking that as you were stocking the shelves. So. Yeah, this is going to help me down the line. <laughs> right, wow, this seems very valuable. Because, yeah. Um, but no, also like customer service, you know? Yeah. That kind of stuff. And um, learned a lot of kind of cool stuff there, actually. Um, I worked at IHOP as a host. That's Ooh. not as fun, but. I wouldn't say so. Customer um, service as well. Yeah. But I mean, so as far as photography, it was always like cousin's wedding. That kind of stuff. That's how you get into it. Um, sure. Yeah. Like I would even tell this, even the story of us starting to work together where yeah. I was sitting down uh, with a good friend of mine, TJ, and TJ was knowing I was getting this event thing going, knew I had to come some big events and basically told me, hey, this is your new photographer. And I said, okay, um, sounds good. Um, we met, we got along. Um, Where's TJ? I got to. 
I got to get a sales guy like that. Yeah, right? It's nice to have cousins that are uh, great salesmen, right? (laughs) So so we worked a couple of events together, and... and, you know, Nick saw kind of me getting some of this stuff going. Nick was still kind of working some of his full-time job. And I think the biggest piece of what we'd like to, or at least that I was excited to get is like, you know, you were working a job that you weren't excited about, you weren't fired up about doing. Um, and then you took this jump to kind of get into something that's like extremely, extremely competitive as far as like photography, right? For me, it's like you could take a picture of your iPhone. Like there's all these other ways. There's a million photographers. How do I decide which one is the best one and not the best one? And I think some of the, my favorite times with like even communicating with you was like what made Nick Kosky different, right? Like how were you actually able to like set yourself apart? But tell a little bit about that story and that trepidation around leaving you know, a, a consistent salary to jumping into something that was very inconsistent. Sure. Well, so that, I talked about the side jobs. My full-time job that I, you know, was working was video production at a public access TV station. Ooh. Yeah. Think Sexy. think of Wayne's World, but like at a very local level. <laughs> um, it was just... J- John, John's too young to remember Wayne's World, but yeah, there you big go. Big Wayne's World guy, believe me. Oh, you know, it was, it was right. as boring as it gets. Um, but... I was doing weddings on the side, and that was always the goal to do photography full-time. Um, and it came to a point where I just, I didn't want to look back five years from now and say, hey, I wish I went all in, went full-time. Um, so I decided to do that. And the lessons I learned working with Justin Joy, your whole thing was like, I need the photos within 24 hours, or they're not worth anything, you know? Because the events that we were shooting were holiday parties, and it's like, those photos, we need them right away. Um, and that's been absolutely the biggest thing for me in fitness photography. I get my photos to people within 24 hours. They're still thinking about the shoot. You know, it's fresh in their mind. Then they get the photos and they're just over the moon, excited to see them and share them with people. And, um, that's been everything for setting me apart. As a differentiator, yeah. I think so. Yeah, Yeah. as a a quick, and I remember at least from, as as a client of yours, um, we always felt like it had this event or this time had kind of like a footprint, right? Yeah. Like it was like two or three weeks before the event, people were really excited. You get the LRCPs, you start to see some of the things that are going to be at the event, some of the agenda, that sort of thing. And then after it's like, you got a week, right? Yeah. And then somebody Not else is even, doing something cool, well, right? <laughs> and it's 2017, so I mean, people are putting stuff on Facebook before you even leave the event. So right. like photos are not hard to come by so you have to get your photos while it's still relevant while it's still something you're thinking about and why, why do you, you think why do you think then that a, one of your clients or a company would invest in a photographer because it sounds like oh people see it as alternatives there's commodities out there where like they could take a picture with an iphone tomorrow why do they go to you yeah, I mean, I think the cream is always going to rise to the top, you know, but there's always going to be a need for a professional. And um, a lot of the fitness studios I'm doing are are such dark rooms and they're like cycling studios where there's no lights. There's only just some color lights on the wall and, you know, it's dark and the music's pumping. And so they need a professional that can, like, I bring in my lighting and make it look nice and everything like that. Um, and as far as, like, events go, you want to be able to enjoy the event and just have somebody else document it for you and you can tend to everything that needs to happen. This is funny. I actually remember when one of the events we worked, Nick, and we would, remember we would we would actually print the pictures on site yeah. and we would frame them in the back so as people were right. leaving. Talk about they, being relevant. You know, still, they would I mean, leave with that stuff on the way out. So, I don't know. So, yeah. so, okay. So then you you 
took the leap. You didn't want to look back, and you went full time in this. Yep. How how did that? How did you start that business? Like, what, what is that? What was the, the early days look like? So the first six months, or even more than that, were pretty rough. I was kind of toting myself as the jack of all trades. You know, I was doing real estate. I was doing weddings. I was doing events. I was right in South Boston, so it's like real estate central. You know, there's eight real estate companies within two miles of where I set up my office. Um, so I was doing that, and that kind of led into fitness uh, indirectly. They asked one of my main real estate clients asked for headshots, and the only thing I could really show was, you know, like wedding photography headshots, and it's really not the same as like giving a realtor a nice headshot for, you know, their professional needs. Sure. Um, so I started reaching out to fitness bloggers in the area and saying, hey, I'll give you a free shoot um, as long as I can use your headshots for my portfolio. And uh, one of those bloggers was a fitness blogger. I didn't even like think about the realm of fitness photography until that. And it just stumbled into it, did a few more shoots. Um, and I think the first fitness shoot I did was like four months in. And then in the first year, I did 250 almost. Wow. So like... is it? It exploded. Is it, it like what attracted you to to the fitness side? Is it is it like something about the industry, or is it just demand that you found out there? Um, well, the timing was perfect because demand is huge. There's a yoga studio on every corner, a cycling studio every corner. You know, all these studios I'm working with are opening up several studios. Um, and the thing that most of my clients do is use it for social media. Right. So I I work with the instructors that have three different studios they're working at so they're their own brand on social media and they use my photos instead of a selfie in the mirror they might still use the selfie in the mirror but right. they still sprinkle in a nice professional photo okay which is huge to promote classes and you fill the full class from instagram it's crazy so let's even like take it even a step back so we're within that first six month period and we're trying different stuff we're doing different channels those sort of things what 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 has it been that's kind of had you stick your flag in the fitness space, right? Like you saw success with real estate. You saw su- some success with weddings. You probably could have pushed into one of those two that pr- has more sure. of a traditional path, right? Sure. Um, but what made you kind of stick your flag in fitness and say, hey, I'm Nick Koski. I'm, you know, the fitness photographer in Boston. And you have every, you know, tons of, of uh uh, places looking, reaching out for you. How did you figure that out? How did you know that that was the right path? Or do you even know if it's the right path? Um, it really, I really didn't realize it was the path until about two or three months in where I just noticed all right, it started to pick up more and more fitness. It started with the bloggers, led to instructors right. and studios. Now I've done a shoot with Reebok. I've got a shoot with Athleta coming up. Like, so I'm working with more brands and like, it's just trying to keep it rolling. And I think, I mean, fitness isn't going away. I mean, I don't think the brands are going away. I mean, John and I could probably be introduced <laughs> into a little bit of fitness. But. A little bit, <laughs> right? I mean, hey, every, everybody could. Everybody here, could. Um, how how do you get those? So, is it through referrals? How do you get those big brands? Um, not to always go back to Instagram, but I think the the biggest gig I've ever gotten was through Instagram. Uh, how, what do you mean? Uh, they reached out via Instagram. Oh, I wow. Felt, yeah, okay. they said, they said um, literally, we found you because the people we are working with are influencers, and we see your photos everywhere on Instagram. Got it. I mean, so it kind of is a referral. It really, I mean, it's word of mouth times a thousand. Yeah. Social media. Okay, yeah, do you have your own Insta- Instagram profile? Of course, yeah. It's uh, N. Koski Photo, if anyone's listening out there. 
Uh, Hi, it, mom. It, good if. Big if. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. I didn't mean if. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. If, <laughs> if anybody's inclined to search, I guess yeah. I should say. Uh, okay, so then how, how long have you been in business? Um, so it's been about a year, and so it's February 2016. So like, cool. so that's so that's a long time for for a photography company just bootstrapping right now. Yeah. I'm sure there's some war stories in there. Oh yeah, there was some war stories. One of uh, one of the fitness shoots I did was at a, a running studio, and I was the the treadmills have some some sort of modes, you know, where one <laughs> of them's always running. Uh, and I was trying to get that vantage point. It's all about the vantage point. And I did not see that it was still spinning. Put one foot on there. Boom. Head no. hits the thing. <laughs> I held that camera like my newborn baby. Oh, I'm not, I don't have kids. But I held it as if it was like, saved the camera. Uh, got a pretty good bump on the head. Laughed it off pretty good. The instructors were incredibly sweet about it. Did they upsell you on, like, a, on a cardio class? Uh, <laughs> I, think I, I think they gave me a free hat. I'm shooting with them oh. tomorrow again, so I'm sure I'll bring it up. I already did bring God, it up again. If you, but, uh, if I, I genuinely think you have if, to be able to laugh. I yeah. think if you got that on video, though, like oh, that, could, that would be an amazing post for the for the f- photography company. This is yeah. the links I'll go yep. right. to get the shot. I'll keep that camera safe and I'll get the vantage point. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, so though that's the that's the the physical war story as far as bootstrapping this business. What's yeah, I mean, it was it's tough, you know. The first six months or so, it was uh, it was a matter of paying rent or like eating lunch. You know what I mean? Like, so there was some there were some rough days, but um, you just have to make sure that it'll work and stay resilient. And- when you when you took that kind of jump, right? And I think like part of the reason that that you know I really wanted to have you on is is I think there's a lot of people out there that that feel that way, right? They you know, are working in a job and they, you know, have this other skill that they'd like to be able to do, whether you're like an architect or whether you're mm-hmm. um, a graphic designer and you want to go out on your own. Did you give yourself like a timeline? Did you give yourself, hey, I need to hit X, Y, and Z? Because I know for me, that was one thing that I didn't necessarily do. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I was like this spinning wheel constantly. And it was like, what What am I trying to get to? Am, sure. I, am I successful? Am I not successful? Mm-hmm. If you asked me how my company was doing, it was doing great. Or we, you know what I mean, that sort right. of thing. Like, did you give yourself kind of some sort of timeline to say, "Hey, if I don't do this by this, you know, I got to go back and do something else." Sure, I actually did. Uh, the day that I decided I wanted to quit, I was at my boring job in the suburbs, and I texted my wife. I said, "I got to quit this job." Uh, she must have been psyched. Yeah, she was pumped. You know, we're, we were sharing bills, so she was like, "Oh, okay, so you're just gonna quit, and we can keep paying rent together. That's great." Um, <laughs> So we talked about it, and we were like, you know, let's let's see where we're at in like six months from now, um, which is like total unrealistic goal because like you don't know after six months if a business is gonna still do. Like I still don't know. Right. You never know. Right. Like, right. Um, but so that's what we said, and then uh, after like a month, she was like, you know what? Like you're a lot happier. Like you could start to see the traction. Maybe it was three months. A month seems early because I don't know if I was getting that traction in a month. Couple, you were on like the news, that sort of thing. That yeah, helped. like I was getting, yeah, it was word of mouth is, was huge. Um, there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there was this Twitter account with a lot of followers that was sharing my landscape photos. That was mm-hmm. back when I was like going out every night. What was that shooting. social? It was, was like Boston social. Yeah, it was like, like only that. in Boston. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, but that was when I was going out and shooting landscapes of the city, and that kind of got old for me. Yeah. Yeah. Fitness is so much more fun. And there were there so you you alluded a few times to the the periods 
when you're trying to grow this business, getting traction, like you said, mm-hmm. where it was eat lunch or pay rent. Right. That's where me as somebody who hasn't been in a business like this gets really scared because I wouldn't know how to get out of a hole like that. To double sure. down when you're operating off of like these referrals through Instagram that mm-hmm. you don't know when they're coming. Like, how do you, how do you put the the pedal to the floor? In, yeah, in you just kind of have to be yeah. stubborn. You know, I was just knew I wanted to make this work, and I was like, you know what? Like, I I know realistically that I can make for one gig what I used to make in a week at my old job. So, like, I just need to get more of those. And that's been, like, the key to growth is just, like, I'm doing more work. I mean, I'm doing less work and making more money for the same amount. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm just getting those higher-paying gigs and just... um, So, like, a lot of it was just getting my name out there and I was offering free shoots to real estate companies and just saying, you know, like, the first one's free just to get out there and, like... That's a win-win because I'm building that that portfolio at the same time. So like everything was strategic. Whenever it was trying to get my name out there, and um, I, yeah, I def- I'm really lucky though. There's photography, like everyone's got a, everybody knows two people that are great photographers at yeah. least. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's and like for me to turn a hobby into a career is just like I'm incredibly lucky, and I just gotta keep it going. Yeah, definitely. I think. If if you could say and and to kind of wrap things up, I think here is like if you could give yourself um, some advice that person who was back in that job in the AV job, uh, you know, putting the USB cords back and making sure that the you know the AV cords were wrapped correctly and all the little things that you had to do in that job. If there was something that you could have told yourself or given yourself as advice um, now, having taken the jump and you know made some things work really well, had some things that you've, you know, speed bumps, so on and so forth. What would you give yourself as advice uh, today and thinking back of other people that may be in a similar situation listening to this? That's a great question. I think I would have tried it earlier, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, because you just never know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't. I wish I had a better answer for that. Um yeah, I, I think one thing that I definitely liked about uh, like about your story with that is like setting um, that six month goal, right? Like mm-hmm. if you want to do this and you really do want to like start your own business and you want to do it, like you know we got a friend of ours who's trying to start it or starting his own business. Um, hey, if this is what you want to do and you're willing to understand what you're leaving on the table, mm-hmm. you got to be able to figure out if you're doing it right or not. Like when I look back, I had no clue. Sure. I knew this is what I was doing, and I put my head down. And I never felt like success because I was just like right. looking at this bigger goal. So, yeah, I was setting smaller goals. Like I was setting monthly goals for how much revenue I wanted to get to make it work. Because like you have to realistically be able to pay rent and like have a number in mind that's like, okay, I know. Like, like for us to talk about it in six months and say if it's even working or not, I have to know that I'm hitting certain numbers. So, right. of course, like I'm looking at it from a more like business stance. Um uh, the one thing I would say about growth is, like, I'm not shy about talking about how much I love what I do. Yep. Um, and I feel like that really resonates in the fitness community because you don't you don't become a fitness instructor if you don't love becoming a fitness instructor. Right. Because you have to, you know, teach those 5 a.m. classes Jeez. and then those 9 o'clock classes, too. Ooh. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's a grind. And, like, they love it. I love what I do. And, like, I think Bond that's kind there. of been a big, big help in yeah. growing. Um, I'm not shy about, you know, an Instagram caption saying how much I had fun at 
doing a shoot and like I can't believe I get paid to did you say that when you were so working fun. at the AV company or working at the not so much when well, I was shooting uh, a four hour selection <laughs> meeting no I wasn't really uh, too too Shocker pumped about century. that yeah okay where, where can we find you on social again so on Instagram it's n koski photo n c o s k y photo and then it's nickkoski dot com all right we'll have you uh have you for the next uh, fitness shoot for for Jacob and myself? So. Yeah, sounds good. I can't. Maybe I, I'll make least, you guys look good. Yeah, it's all about the angle. No, maybe at lighting. least at least invite us to a fitness class. Maybe. Yeah, yeah sure. It's a good start. We, yeah, we can do yoga together. Uh, awesome. All right, all right, let's roll. Let's start. All right, Thanks, guys, guys. Thank you. That's what we do. Come on. I wouldn't change you if I could. Come on. I wouldn't change you if I could. Let's go.